Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and this week I'm joined by Nick, owner of 3D Headquarters, a 3D printing company that brings your ideas to life. 3D Headquarters allows customers to capture moments and celebrate them in a simple, memorable, and affordable way. Casey's Confidential. Casey's Confidential. I am really excited to have you on. I first came across 3D HQ through a friend's Instagram post. She had posted a picture of the Casey Landmark figure that that you make. And I was instantly blown away by the amount of detail that was in it. And just instantly knew when, when I saw it, I was like, okay, I absolutely love this. I love the Kansas City collection, but it was great. It was just a fun, different thing. You don't really see a lot of. And so could you give a brief description of what 3D HQ is? Absolutely. So um, our name is 3D Headquarters, and that's it wasn't always this way, but we essentially want to be um, a headquarters for everything 3D, and that's what we strive to do. So, for example, we do anything that's related, so 3D printing, 3D design, 3D scanning, um, whether it's education, rapid prototyping, all of that falls into what we do. What we would be known for, if anybody had seen it, one of the coolest things that we do is that we scan and print figurines of humans and pets. So... You come into our studio, we'll scan you. It takes less than a second. Uh, and then we then create a 3D file of that uh, scan in full color. And then we reprint it in a uh, figurine that is also full color. So it's very lifelike. Some say it's creepy. Um, let's say 1% of the crowd, their initial reaction is like, my God, that's creepy. But then before they're, they're done walking around the store, they're like, you know, it's creepy, but it's really cool. Uh, but that is one of the fun things. And then beyond that, we do anything. So our tagline is uh, we 3D print you and your imagination. So if you have a product that you want that you have in your mind, you can sketch it out for us. We print that. If it's a, a let's say, a car part or appliance part that's broken, not made anymore, and you can't source it anywhere, you bring us the broken part, we redesign it, and then uh, from scratch and print it. Um, and then, you know, medical parts, automotive parts, you name it, we do it. So that's the basic thing. And then we have the fun factors like kids in a toy store. We can create our own toys and our own merchandise. So creating the the KC letters with the notable landmarks in it, that's been fun. We have, we're releasing some brand new ones to commemorate the next Super Bowl. Um, so, which is also really fun. Uh, then we have hearts with the landmarks in them, partnered up with uh, Parade of Hearts. So we'll be designing some of the new ones that are coming out. So we'll design like miniature versions of them. We'll also create an exact replica of the hearts that are smaller that can also be purchased as well. Uh, so that's kind of neat. So anyway, it's a pretty broad spectrum of 3D stuff that we do. How did you come up with this idea, especially given that your hand is kind of in all different cookie jars with the 3D printing that you do? So where did this idea come from? So I wish I could take credit for the initial idea, but the actual, you know, the the technology behind what we do on the on the figurine side, that was that started on the medical field, uh, on the scanning and recreating parts for prosthetics and things of that nature. When that was uh, rolling over to the consumer part, that's when I got involved. And that was in 2017. And I really wanted to bring that technology to Kansas City because this is where I'm from. This is where I live. And uh, had I not done that, it would have taken probably, I don't know, eight years or so before it trickled down from the coast to to the Midwest. So we brought it out here. And that was one of our biggest challenges as well. So 
we saw it. I knew I had to get involved. And I was like, this is the neatest thing ever. Uh, this is going to be great. Build it and everybody will come. Uh, and then I realized that there's a challenge where if uh, if you're starting a business that has never been around, the technology has never been seen before, it's a lot harder than you think to get the, the word out because it just most people will just won't really, you know, you get a few seconds of someone's time because time is precious and there's things coming at people all day long, marketing, advertising, you name it, it's coming. So, I mean, we probably could if we spent a lot of money on it, on marketing and PR, but uh, you can't capture someone's imagination right off the bat and let them know everything you're doing in a very brief second. So it takes a long time to educate the public. Oh, by the way, these are not just random figurines. These are you. Uh, and then when people really realize that they can use it for their advantage of however way they want. Some people like to use it for you know, commemorating special moments like graduations, wedding cake toppers, uh, before and after, whether it's weight gain, as in muscle gain or weight loss, or uh, one of my favorites are before and after pregnancy. So you've got a mom holding the belly, then you got a statue right next to it of a mom holding the baby that was in the belly. And then every year you can come back and, and have the stages of the kids. That's super fun. Uh, but yeah, we have our clients, once they figure out how, how it fits into their lives, they have some really creative, neat things that they do with it, which is really fun for us. You know, as you said, with your tagline and giving people the opportunity to guide them in their own imagination. And as we said, you offer so many different products and different ways that people can utilize it. So it's fun that as a customer, there's so many different options. It's not like you're pigeonholed into one thing. Okay, this is exactly how you have to pose or this is exactly what's going to look like. There's a lot of variety in different ways and every customer can really customize their mm -hmm. experience and make, make it their own. So has owning a business always been something you wanted to do? I don't know if it was something that I always thought of like, hey, I want to own a business, but I know as a, as a young kid, you know, I, uh, my dad was, uh, I don't know the word entrepreneur, you know, I know it, I know what it means. I've never used it, but my dad was a self-starter. He had his own ideas and things he wanted to do. Uh, and my mom was uh, an unbelievably hard worker. Uh, just the work ethic she had was unmatched. So those were, I kind of grabbed a little bit from both of them. So I like working. That's a fun thing for me. I, I could work every day, all day, every night. It doesn't bother me. I enjoy it, especially if it's something that that I like doing. The other thing is, is just that, you know, I've worked for companies before and that's that has its perks and advantages. Uh, but sometimes you you run across things and you're like, you know, I think I can do that. And then you just kind of dive in and do it. And then it turns out uh, that it was a great thing that you did. I've done that with previously with a, a construction company and a painting company, a restaurant and things of that nature. And it, it's been fun. This is the the best one so far because it has so it has an un, unmatched potential, you know. So you were talking about for customers, like for example, it's not just for one-off customers. For you know, when when somebody comes in, whether it's a wedding cake or before and after or kids or pets, it could be for a company that wants to highlight their key employees. So they can have like a they call it a like a wall of fame. So you have like the outstanding sales individuals or employee of the month. They can have a plaque on there. It could be used for trophies for sports. It could be used for marketing purposes where clients can, you know, uh, we do events. They can rent out what we do and we take our scanner to the events and then we can white label our scanner to where, for example, if a company comes in and says, hey, I want to scan everyone at this party, give them figurines, but then our scanner could be wrapped with their logo 
the information could be with their, you know, stuff. So for, for marketing purposes, it's really good. And then, you know, clients can give this as a gift to families, whether it's a real estate company, they just bought a house, you give them a gift certificate, they come in here as a family on the first day of the house, this is what the family was, and then they can grow with the house. So lots and lots of different avenues that's on the figurine side. But in beyond that, we do so many other marketing uh, units. I mean, we're working with the city of Kansas City right now with several different departments we're creating, whether it's different signs or, or uh, awards, you know, like trophies and awards. We work with, I mean, a lot of fun companies, you know, we've done things for, you know, John Deere. Uh, one of our favorite ones, of course, is Bar K. We make tap handles for uh, different breweries. We work with automotive industry. So we make a lot of auto uh, custom parts and emblems and different pieces and parts for a variety of vehicles and, and, and uh, accessories. Uh, I mean, I literally could go on. I, I, we should probably do a better job of listing who we work with and what we've done. But we're just we're just having fun. We're just doing it. And then we look back at our jobs that we've done and just like, oh, my gosh, we've done We've got a decent amount of uh, a lot of fun projects. So we got to sift through it at some point and then start listing these cool things that we've done. What has been one of the most challenging partnerships you have worked on so far? They're all challenging in a, in a positive way because you're always learning. Uh, every time we do something, we're learning something new. And that really goes to help us on the next project. Um, so I don't know as far as challenging. You know, for example, we get into a project, we assume one thing and we get into it and then realize, oh, this is not the case. It's we got to we have to change our ways. And of course, since we're creating, we're designing and we're producing and manufacturing. Well, we handle it all. So we don't have to like give an excuse to somebody else. We can realize, OK, well, we need to redesign it for it to work. And here's what we're going to do. So those are the challenges that come up. But those are all learning experiences for us, because then the next project we do, we've learned that and it goes much faster for us. The client at the end has no clue the challenges we went through. Uh, which is the way it's supposed to be. They don't, you know, they pay us to take on that headache and we'd gladly do it. So, but there are some, I, I, this is not challenge, but a fun things. You know, we work with a, a company out of UK that's building these underwater turbines that are supposed to go on the riverfront that hopefully will power some of the new, the, 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 the Casey Kern Stadium. So what we did for them is we, Printed, we designed and printed a prototype of their turbine that goes underwater, and it's a working a turbine. So it's the, the propellers are turning, so you can have it on a desktop. So when you're going to investors or uh, potential partnerships for that company, they can show off their, their technology. So that was kind of neat. Uh, and then we're working with another energy company to recreate their energy room per se. It's like a mini storage container, you know, those long, big storage containers, but it's like a 20-foot one. And then inside there's battery storage units and then there's solar panels on top, a wind turbine, uh, a, a generator. So we redid all of that stuff in a miniature form, printed this so they can have it on trade shows and displays. And so these are just really fun things. And, and pretty much every job that we do has some sort of a fun factor to it. We're learning from it. And as you mentioned earlier, and you and I talked in person, you've partnered with Parade of Hearts, just everything that Parade of Hearts has done in Kansas City. I'm so excited to see what hearts are around the city this year, what artists come up with. And I love that you partnered with them because there are so many hearts this last season where I think a lot of people in Kansas City saw them and said, oh my gosh, I just love that. I wish I had my own version of it, which is exactly what you did. You took a handful of the hearts and you made smaller uh, 3D printed versions of them so people can have their own parade of heart on their mm -hmm. desk or on a shelf. And it just makes for a really great tribute to Kansas City and, and what they're doing. So I'm excited to hear that you are 
uh, partnering with them again, just because I think it's something that people have really loved seeing in Kansas City. It got people out and active. That was uh, absolutely a fantastic partnership. And every bit of the credit, of course, for that goes to the the entire team uh, and the Parade of Hearts and all the artists and designers that created those. They did an incredible job. I mean, they inspired us to to pursue that avenue and check it out. So really the credit is with them uh, of how well they did and what a great job they've done. And, and hopefully they'll be doing this for a while. But they've done an incredible job and we're looking very much forward to the partnership that we have with them and where we're going to be going with this. So far, what we've done has been pretty cool. And it's just going to get elevated, significantly elevated going forward uh, with the Parade of Heart Hearts. And then we're going to be designing new ones. So, for example, an artist will have a particular heart, will have a miniature version, hopefully, of that that can be purchased, whether it's an exact replica or a representation of it. So we'll work with the designers, the team and the Parade of Heart to come up with these. Uh, that way more people can have access to them and 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 have fun with them because there's a there's a memory with each one. People have uh, some sort of attachment to them, just like um, you know the bunnies and the cows uh, that that were in the Kansas City before. They have they all have stories, and this these hearts are by far one of the most exciting things that have happened. And we're lucky to be a part of it, and we look forward to the partnership that we made with them. Great bunch of people, and they do a phenomenal job. So we're just uh, lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, there's a lot of nostalgia that went into this part of that in Kansas City. And we talked a little bit about some of the challenges with some projects that that you've worked on. What are some other struggles you face just being a business owner? Uh, I mean, the struggles are pretty much, uh, I I would assume, unanimous across the board for many business owners. Uh, our biggest struggle that I didn't anticipate was what I had mentioned earlier is is starting a business that had never really been around before. You know, I've had a painting company recently. I still do. And I have, uh, you know, I had a restaurant. Marketing for those were really not that difficult. I mean, they have challenges running a business. You know, marketing has challenges. Trying to get customers is a challenge. Those are things that I had gone through before and I expected, you know, so you spend so much dollar amount on marketing, you get X amount of returns for every referral, you get X amount of leads. Uh, everything is very trackable and very predictable. For as an example, you know, if, if I want you to come to my pizza restaurant, all I have to do is tell you why you should try mine. Is it better? Is it faster? Is it cheaper? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? Is it less calories, no carbs? What makes this pizza special? But what I don't have to do is go through a long explanation of what a pizza actually is and the fact that it's edible and this is round thing that you put in your mouth and you chew it and it has different toppings. They're like, what? That's what I don't have to do because everybody already knows. Painting companies, same thing. Am I faster, cheaper? Do I offer a better warranty? Do I use better materials? What are the the the, the things that set us apart, right? Uh, but I don't have to tell you what painting a house is or fixing wood rock. Everybody already knows that. So this, the challenge is... Um, you know, I remember at the beginning, I'm talking to people like, this is what we do. They would just look at me like, what are you talking about? And then so I would finally explain it. And then as soon as they finally get the idea, they have this look on their face. It's like, oh, my gosh, that must be for narcissists. Who wants a statue of themselves? Because unanimously, everybody I spoke to just went inward. Like, why would I want a statue of myself? So then I have to go further. Like, well, you probably don't. But do you have kids? Do you have pets? Do you have parents? It's not necessarily you for you. It's you for your parents or your for kids or your kids for yourself or your pets. And then you can slowly see the light bulb. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. And then they go and see, well, how do, would this fit for me? What can I use it for? Uh, and then, you know, they would come back. But that's a very hard challenge to overcome when people just don't know. And you have to go through this long explanation to let them know that. Um, so that's that's basically, I would say, 
the biggest challenge in this business. Every other business has about the same challenges across the board, I would say. And one way I used to describe your business to someone when I was mentioning that I was having you on the podcast was it's like the new way of gift giving for memories. You know, I think of my friends who have kids now and gift photographs, framed photographs to the grandparents and which are still lovely. But I think what is really unique about the products that you're offering, especially with the figurines, as you mentioned, it's not typically for someone who's going to go in and say, damn, I look really good today. I think today I need a figurine of myself, but it comes a lot more with like memories and gifting it to someone else for a bride and groom or for cake toppers, as you mentioned. I mean, there's obviously endless possibilities, but it's sort of a new modern way, in my opinion, of gift giving for someone else that goes beyond just a photograph because photographs are great and the products you offer are one step beyond that. And even with the Parade of Hearts and the Kansas City collection that you have are also memories as well because those hearts from last season were only around for one season and they have since been auctioned off and businesses bought them. So those hearts are holding memories of what people got to experience the last time the Parade of Hearts was here. So the product that you're offering, I can see why it's a struggle to um, really get people to grasp the idea. But once you get it, you get it. And it's so unique and it's so different than anything else that I have ever found. And I'm sure that most people have ever found. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely uh, it definitely has its perks because of that, and then of course you know it comes the perks come with challenges. Um, but when you were mentioning, like for example, most people don't know that's true, but most businesses are also ran by people which still don't know. So there's a very limited number of people that are very fluent in this, and when they walk in, you just know their demeanor is different. Their their the, the smile on their face is different. They're just like, oh my God, a kid in the candy store. And you can see it. They come in, they start talking about things and their challenges and what they like. Uh, they're they're just geeks like us, you know, they just come in and start talking about it. So they get it. And then what I've noticed surprisingly, not surprisingly, of course this is the case, but kids get it so much faster. I see kids walking, you know, we're located on the plaza and sometimes you sit there, look at the people walking by. People are walking by, kids see it, they get it right away. And they start grabbing their parents like, oh, take a look at that. This is what they do. And then they have to explain to their parents what this is, uh, which is really cool. Of course, you know, you know, I'm old. I'm one of the older guys. So like, you know, if I wasn't in here, my kid would be telling me the same thing. So I learned a lot from my daughter. She's definitely way smarter uh, than I am. So I use her for inspiration and she doesn't know it. And I, hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Uh, but I do learn a lot from her. She's very, very brilliant and, and super talented. So very motivational that, that the kids these days, you know, are, are have so much, so much more that they've learned by this time that I had learned at the same age. Uh, so it's, uh, it's good to see that. But back to the, to the story on this, but you know, it's uh, the challenges are fun, but the, once the people understand what they can use it for, what they can do it, you know, the gifts are fantastic, but even for yourself, they become like a family heirloom. So if you get like a, you have a family portrait, you mentioned photos. I was just looking at my phone. I have 31,500 and some photos on my phone and I dump those and uh, do them. They have lost their meaning because you just take pictures everywhere all the time. And then, you know, what do you do with them? No, no, rarely do you get them printed and framed. Uh, and even when you do that, there's so many of those. And, you know, they say a picture is, wor is worth a thousand words. And then I, if that's the case, you know, we're working off several hundred pictures, creating a 3D file of someone. So that does something that no picture or video can do because it just captures, it's, we're freezing a moment as you are. 
And then you can basically in the future, go back in the past and see exactly where you were, how you were, what you look like, you know, the way your shirt was tucked in, you know, what you were wearing, what kind of a watch it was, the shoes, your kids, how tall they were, everything, everything is pretty cool. It's a little frozen moment in time. So uh, it's really neat to, to, to be able to be a part of that. Some of the effects of COVID on people is really mm -hmm. cherishing a lot of the smaller moments in life and not taking time with friends or family for granted. Oh, yeah. Capturing those memories are a huge deal. Um, you know, when you were talking about that, something came to mind. It's the difference. Like, you know, we're talking about the photos. So there's first we used to take the photos and go develop them. So those meant a little bit because you and you, you know, it's always a surprise in the box, too. You didn't know how your pictures turned out. So, you know, you get it. It's blurry. You're like, dang it. That, that moment is gone. And I can't get that back. But then it went to the, you know, pictures on your phone and they've improved so much. But now they're, you know, people take them for granted. You just take so many photos and you're really not doing anything. So kind of comparing that as a, let's say you're given a gift. Imagine the gift was just a card, a postcard. So you would write a postcard. You get a postcard that had a picture of a cake on it. Write your message on there and you hand someone a postcard. That had a, a decent sentimental value because a person could keep that. Then it went to those digital postcards. I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but, you know, it got crazy with that. I know my mom and my family members used to do that all the time. They would have the music and animation. Uh, but then really as cool as that was, the personal part of that kind of went down because the time spent on it of creating it is really not something that that uh, it was more mass produced. Right. So then if you if now you get a postcard that's handwritten, it means a little bit more. Now to what we do is we're actually delivering the cake with the stuff on it, not a card, not a digital image of it. It's the full cake. So you can have the cake and you can eat it later too. So when you are able to put work aside, what does life look like for you? I can easily answer that. I cannot put work aside. I've never been able to do that. So before I got into this stuff, I loved traveling. That was one of my hobbies. I love exploring new places, seeing new cultures, new people, visiting uh, various. That's that's one of the hobbies I'd like to get back into later. But when I'm working, I'm all in. I'm I'm what they refer to as a worker bee. Um, I, you know, I just get up, go to work, and it's all about work. And it's fun though. It's not like a grumpy work. It's just I have fun with it. I'm I'm surrounded by incredibly talented and amazing people. Uh, the staff that we have here and the partners are just, I don't know what I did right, but oh my God, this is great karma. We have got some great people that that's surrounding it. It makes everything so much better. You wake up, you're like, oh, I'm going to go see Eli. I'm going to go see Finn. I'm going to see Aliyah. I'm going to see Chris. It's just been a fun thing. And we're going to have talk about these and create these new products. Super lucky for that. So that is my fun. So because of the job, I do get to travel to different places. We do a lot of events, whether it's in San Diego, Florida, or you know, wherever it is, we get to travel. So that becomes kind of like my vacation. So it's, it feeds into my traveling and I'm working. So it's like a best of both worlds. But yeah, I think after I get to where I want to go, which is funny because I don't think I ever will because I always set a goal. And before I achieve that goal, I've set a further goal. So it's just always a nonstop thing. But I like to think someday I can go back to like traveling full time and just seeing a lot of places that I haven't seen. In Kansas City, what are some of your favorite places to go to? There's a lot of favorite places that I go to, but now they seem to, if I start talking, you're going to realize that, oh, that's a big dude because he's talking about food places. So in reality, um, that's really what everyone wants to hear about, right? right? <laughs> There's so many, 
so many great places. But so I would say like, you know, people talk about barbecue a lot and I know there's a lot of great barbecue places. So if I was to put my two cents in, if you have not tried Harps Barbecue in Raytown, oh, it's, it's great. Now I'm not making this deal for everyone that's listening, but when my customers come in here um, and they're from out of town, and they're asking for a place to go, I tell them, look, everybody has their opinion on what a barbecue place should be. And they're all great. Every one of them is great. I'm not going to say don't go to any of them. However, if you happen to go to Hart and you get the food and you don't like it, all you got to do is call me. I'll pay for your meal and I'll take your leftovers. I have never had a call back yet. Um, so they treat the customers really well and they make me proud because uh, it's just the, the Tyler who owns it has been amazing. And what he does is just magic. So I'd say that's one of the top ones that that I would refer to. Uh, but if I start talking more, it's I'm, I'm almost like singling other ones out, and that's not the case. But there's a lot of neat places out, and there are always new ones coming up, and new and, and fun uh, pop ups everywhere. The Plaza. I don't know if you if you like chocolate or like some sort of desserts and, and of that nature. There's a Brazilian chocolate place. It's called Sweet Kiss Burgadero. It is absolutely fantastic. They have coffee, they have ice cream, and they have these amazing chocolate treats. And they have this dish, and, and the owner is going to absolutely kill me because she has told me the name of this, I'd say, at least 20 times. And she's saying it as I'm unwrapping it as eating it. So clearly, I'm not listening. So that's why I don't know what the name of it is. But it looks like a cupcake, and it's cheesy and coconutty, and I cannot explain it, but it is absolutely it's perfection that's all i can say so if you get a chance definitely visit that in the best way possible it's hard to keep up with how many restaurants have opened in kansas city and as someone who has a kansas city instagram i try really feel like i'm in the know of what's going on but i love when people will message me or text me or whatever and they're like hey do you see this restaurant and i'm like oh my gosh no i have to add it to my list and of course i like stock the Instagram page and stock pictures of all the photos. And um, I always tell people, if you are wanting to try new places, I recommend literally keeping a note in your phone. It helps you mm -hmm. stay on top of it. So you can always remember where, where you want to go. If there was anything you could change about Kansas city, what would that be? Oh, wow. That's tough because, you know, I've been in, I've been around for a while and I have to really give credit to, um, I don't necessarily, I don't, and, you know, not just politicians, but people that have worked towards, the, you know, improving Kansas City. And I'll be honest with you, you can always find things to improve, right? That's how I feel about me personally, whether if you're running, you can run faster. If you're typing, you can type faster. You can, you know, get rid of stuff. So you can always critique and find issues, but I really rather focus on the unbelievable amount of strides Kansas City has made. It's just, I, I remember, at, you know, when I was younger, my dad would say, no, you don't go to downtown Kansas City after five. It's a ghost town. You just don't do it. And I was like, okay, you come over here. It was just, it was not necessarily a most welcoming place. Oh, wow. You can go out there with an entire family, walk all night long. They have entertainment. They have restaurants. They have everything. Everything is just it's just constantly improving financially. So I'm just in awe of how it's improving. Of course, I can go back and critique and be a Monday night, you know, what is a quarterback? Oh, they should do this. They should do that. But you know, what do I know? You know, there's challenges that, that go wrong with running a city and trying to organize uh, and fix things. But, you know, they just look around, look at the, look at the downtown, look at power and light, look at even the plaza, what they've done here. And I know people, and this is another thing, people really complain about the plaza. They'd like to sit on the thing and, and, and focus on the previous potential issues and they, and then they haven't come out to give it a chance you know they're talking about um, you know local shops there's over 40 local shops on the plaza locally owned and operated 
Uh, but people don't know that because they haven't been out for a while. You know, come on, check it out. You know, we love seeing people here. It's a great place to walk around and, and see things. It's a very family friendly, very great environment. Uh, but back to the the rest of Kansas City. I mean, the, you know, the legends area, the sports complexes, the yeah, the streetcar. I think uh, Mayor Sly James started that, and then they're expanding on that all the way to the plaza. That is another huge thing. There's And then the new airport, that's going to be huge. And then there's, I, I can go on to the point where I'm almost, my only critique would be, guys, slow down because we don't, I kind of don't want the rest of the world to know how great the city is. You know, it's a great family place. The, the housing prices, even though they are going up, it's still reasonable. Uh, compared to other places. It's a great place to live. It's a great place for a family. It's a great place for to run a business. Uh, but then you tell the rest of the world and they're all going to want to come here. And then that some of that kind of dies down. But uh, but they've done a great job. I, I don't really have a lot of critiques um, because I feel like, a lot, you know, I could and everybody could. But let's focus on the good things that they've done. And it's 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 huge. They've done amazing things. To your point with saying that you know, people need to get out to the plaza. People need to get out to these areas that maybe they haven't been in a while. It sounds so cheesy and I talk about it all the time, but it is so fun to get to feel like a tourist in your own city. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that uh, you were talking about is being a tourist. I have two two stories to say about that. To start off with, I have a really good friend of mine that I used to work with. Her name was, her name was Kathy. I was going to New York for the the, the ball drop in 2000, right? The, the big ball drop. Uh, and then, you know, she had a couple of brothers or her family. She's from New York, she's from Staten Island. So she's like, oh, you can stay with my family. I'm like, Are you serious? So, you know, you're like, absolutely. So hospitable. Such an incredible family. Like mom, dad, the two brothers. Unreal how it was almost like they were my brothers. It was just so friendly, so fantastic. So we go out there. They give us the, the, the VIP treatment. They go through tell you all the tourist stuff, the history, where this was, why this is there. This is, it was absolutely phenomenal. So then we do our trip, we get the ball drop. It was crazy. I, I don't know if I would ever do that again. I love the, I love the, the whole experience. I'm glad I did it, but it is kind of an interesting thing. So, but we come back. So now they're coming to Kansas city to visit. And of course I'm going to welcome them with open arms. Like, let me take you around. And oh my God, that was an awakening moment when they're driving around Kansas City telling me about Kansas City and the history. And I am just like, I had no idea about half this stuff. So they said, even when they're in town, they take the tourist uh, tours and they learn about it. And, and because of them, I'm just like, wow, that's fantastic. So to piggyback on this story, the fate of hearts also, that is one of the most incredible ways you can tie it all in because Finian... Uh, our head tech guy here, he said, you know, they have an app so you, you can see where these hearts are. So make a point to go visit these hearts where they're at, because it'll allow you to explore parts of the city you had never been into or you haven't gone to in a while. And he found some amazingly surprising, fun things because he was on his way to go to these hearts to check them out. And then he sees a new business or a new area. And it, it was just fantastic. So that has a, a whole new level of exploration for people so it gives you somewhere to go and then when you get there you have things you can explore and see which is also fantastic and yes i'm i'm definitely a fan of the plaza and i know that you know there there people are great they're great supporters but some uh in the history that were you know maybe they had a bad experience or they see some of the shops closing and leaving and and they you know they they think it's um they, they look at it with a negative perspective but you know brick and mortar is 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 a is, is very it's a testy thing right you know sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't sometimes big box stores it's their time to to be done you know that they're, they're they've gone online 
and they've done other things. So they, they leave. So there's always transition. Uh, and then sometimes people think like, Hey, why, why are there like such big brand stores? They should be all local. Well, you know, uh, if there were more customers walking around the plaza, buying stuff, supporting the local businesses, they would be here, you know, so they, uh, that there's, there's rent involved and there's bills involved. So Obviously, if there was the business coming in here and people supporting local, they would there would be more of them. Right now, there's 40 some and there's more coming. Uh, there's a lot of great changes happening. Every time you turn around, there's a nice new thing you can explore. And they've done a great job saying that it's, it's always going to be peachy and great. But for the most part, you know, let's look at the positive side of everything and check these these places out because there's a lot of bit great great businesses that would really appreciate the supports. And we're one of them. We, I don't want to say we're the great business, but we are one of the businesses that would really appreciate people coming out because unless you come out and see what we do in person, it's really hard to fathom what we actually do and what they mean. You can see pictures and you get a decent idea, but then you come into the store and check it out. You're like, okay, this is, this is different. And not just us though. You just go down the street next door to us and then on and on. There's so many great little explorations you can do. And, and it's a fun thing to do. There's great places to eat. Um, and it's not just the plaza. Let's start, we're talking about Kansas City. There's Crossroads. That has been booming. There's. I went there to try to visit to see if that's a place we want to put up a, a location. I was just dumbfounded of how many different businesses, and it's just throbbing with 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 just energy. It's fantastic. Uh, and then on the other side, on the Kansas side, there's different places as well. You can visit like the Legends and the North Town. They're doing a great job. A lot of great places. But to start with, uh, the Printed Hearts um, app would be a good thing to get. Because it gives you destinations like, hey, let's go check out these. And then on the way there, you're bound to see some cool new things. What are some products that you have right now that you would want listeners to know about? We don't have everything online. So sometimes you just have to physically come to our store and see. And then we also have some some of our products that made in KC right up the road as well. So there's a collection of uh, a lot of stuff that we have over there. Um, but we'll, we're collaborating on, on various things and coming up with some really neat, we've already come up with really neat St. Patrick's Day products to come check out, uh, which is really neat. So I would, I would say if, if, if you're into that, definitely come and check it out. And then of course the draft is right around the corner. Uh, we got some cool things for that we're releasing. So that would be something to visit as well, but ultimately just, just get out there, get out there and come see us. You won't regret it. Thank you so much. I appreciate just your, not only just the description of your business, as you mentioned, just being able to explain it and to help people understand a little more, but uh, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I love hearing about your love for work. And it's one of the things that I enjoy about talking to local entrepreneurs and local business owners is you just see the passion and the fire behind people's eyes and like what they love about their business and they want other people to love it in the same way. And I can just tell how how much you love your business and you know what you're doing is cool and you know that people love it and that you're offering such a unique product to people in Kansas City. So I agree with you and just urge people to get out and check it out. I know it sounds biased coming from me, but uh, you know it's it's definitely fun. And we've been unbelievably blessed. Not only do we have a fantastic team that makes our job fun, but surprisingly, every single customer that walks through the door is another fun addition to our day. Uh, we get to hear their story. They get to you know, see the excitement in their eyes, even the ones that come in and think it's creepy. I remember the first time somebody said it, I was at a show. It was a home and garden show. And I remember the lady like it was yesterday. It was like four years ago. 
And she said, this is creepy. And I was so offended. Like, I was hurt inside. Like, what do you mean it's creepy? Uh, so that was the first time. And then, of course, I started thinking about it. I'm like, imagine imagine what the very first person that saw the very first photographs thought. It's like witchcraft. Like, what is this? How is there still image something that came out of this machine and I'm not in it? You know, like, this doesn't make sense. So I can see the creepy factor for some people when they first see it. Uh, but then seeing the transition as they walk to the store and, and before they leave. So that becomes a new fun thing. So when they say this is creepy, I'm like, yep, we get that all the time. It's uh, And then so we make fun. I'm like, yeah, they, they sometimes they act up. That's why we have them behind the glass cages, because after midnight, they come to life to start walking around. And so that's all fun and games until you say when there's a kid around and maybe he believes you and then they kind of freak out. I did that once and I regretted it. I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. But but it is it's a lot of fun. We've been really lucky, lucky with people that work here and lucky with everyone that's walked through the door. We have not had wow, we have not had a, a trouble client or a back client. It's it's a complete opposite. Everybody that walks in, it's almost like they're our next friend. We sit there, we talk to them, we hear their stories, we do some fun things for them. They do some fun things with us. Uh, and it's always just uh, I guess we're just lucky. Um, it's a blessing. That's all I can say. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate this. This was a blast. I, I enjoyed it very much. You can find the website and Instagram in the show notes. Also, listeners of the podcast will receive a special discount. When shopping online, use code KCBYSERI for 15% off. If you shop in store, you can use the same code for 20% off. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KCBYSERI. See you next week. Casey's Confidential. Casey's Confidential. Yeah. Kansas City's best. Ooh, Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential.